Hello, and welcome to the Movement Enthusiast Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Sakala. This podcast is all about movement and the wonderful changes you can make to your physical and mental well-being simply by implementing movement into your everyday life. In this series, you will get to know many other movement enthusiasts who have influenced me and inspired me to get out there and get moving. Today, I'm speaking with Kaylee Duncan, a yoga teacher, meditation leader, herbalist, body worker, and wellness coach based in Tampa Bay. I first met Kaylee at Body Bar Studio in Dunedin. She led the most soothing and relaxing yoga class, and I left feeling rejuvenated, amazing, and greatly inspired. Kaylee is also a passionate advocate of going fragrance-free and living a holistic and low-waste lifestyle. She is truly an inspiring woman of many talents, and I hope you all enjoy getting to know her a little bit more. I'd like to introduce everyone to Kaylee Duncan and a big thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with me today, Kaylee. Uh, Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. So we're going to start with the same first question I always start with, and that was when was the last time you moved? The last time I moved was this morning, about 20 minutes ago. I taught a yoga class, so I got to move while I was teaching, and I also took a little walk this morning beforehand, so... (laughs) Very nice. The yoga class at the body bar, right? Yes, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Every Tuesday. We're going to go back in time a little and tell us about where you grew up and what kind of physical activities you took part in as a child. Um, so I was born in Alabama, but I moved to Florida when I was in fourth grade. So my time has been kind of split between Alabama and Florida. Um, but when I was younger, I... I did a lot of physical activities. Dance was my favorite thing. I started dancing at the age of two, and I danced all the way up through high school. But I also like dabbled in soccer and like t-ball and that sort of stuff. The team sports. Yeah, and it wasn't my thing. I think whenever I played t-ball, I would be out in the like outfield or whatever. I don't even know what that's called. Is that called the outfield? Anyway, that would be like <laughs> dancing or like picking grass and flowers. <laughs> Just do random stuff. That's funny. <laughs> So what brought you into yoga? It was kind of a funny thing. I moved back to Alabama when I was 16, so right in the middle of my junior year of high school, which was very traumatic and difficult for me um, to transition back to. And once I moved back to Alabama, I was very depressed, kind of in just like a dark place, and I wasn't dancing anymore. I wasn't really doing anything. I was just going to school and kind of doing bad things um and my friend asked me to go take a yoga class with her at the YMCA and I was like oh this is gonna be lame or I don't think I was gonna enjoy it and I went and I totally enjoyed it and it opened my eyes to yoga essential oils and just so many things that I didn't even know existed and I felt like the same love for it that I felt for dance because it's similar in the fluidity and the movements but very different also than dance so it kind of just like it replaced that void and I just started like going with it and taking classes watching videos like I think I watched Jillian Michaels videos (laughs) all the time and just like got back into it and felt like felt like I was like dancing and moving again and it just felt amazing so that's awesome so it's sort of like therapy in a way for you it was totally therapy it was 150% therapy it definitely pulled me out of this super dark 
dark, dark place that I was in. Um, and yeah, it's been a like catapult to change for up till now. It still is the change, just like changing all the time and amazing. And oh, I, I love, love that. That is such a nice <laughs> little story. I feel like it just shows right there, like the benefits, like it just goes beyond just like getting exercise. Yeah, it totally is. It's everything is so amazing. <laughs> So tell us about your teacher training experience. Oh my goodness, it was life-changing. It was literally life-changing. It was the best seven months and the most trying and challenging and incredible seven months of my entire life. It was, I feel like I did a complete 180 as a human. And actually right in the middle of my teacher training, um, I had to have kind of an emergency surgery I found out that my oh my goodness yeah my gallbladder started to fail and it was like really hard to deal with in the middle of my training because I missed a lot of classes that I had to make up but I felt like it also happened for such a divine and amazing reason like I feel like that really shifted me into being into herbalism and just like holistic health and slowing down and just like listening to my body and it was it was very hard at the time but I'm super grateful for all of it that happened and it brought me to be like a much stronger person and I feel like I really was sure that this is like my path and what I'm supposed to be doing and sharing herbalism and sharing the medicine and yoga and just sharing all these things with people Um, but the training itself was incredible it was And my teacher, she does yoga. She's also a Thai massage therapist. She does herbalism. She does, like, trainings all over the U.S. She's just an incredible human. So she brought in all those different aspects other than just yoga. So I feel like we had a wide variety of things to, like, learn from and grow from. And But I feel like it was a lot different than most yoga teacher trainings. So I was really grateful for that. That's awesome. Well, it's kind of almost like a lifestyle at the end of the day. Like, you know, if you're moving, you also want to be you know, nurturing your body correctly. And Mm -hmm. then if you need to heal, you don't want to turn to like our Western medicines. You want to figure out how to be in balance with the earth. Yeah. And unfortunately I did turn to the Western medicine because it ended up just being too overwhelming for me right in the midst. I was also in college at the time. So it was like, I was working full time. I was in college. I was also doing my yoga teacher training, paying for it all. And it just became so overwhelming that and my gallbladder was failing and my yeah. body was failing. So it was just like, I just had to get it right. out. But then it felt like once I got it out, I felt so much lighter and it just felt right. Even though I was missing an organ, it just felt like it was supposed to happen. I was supposed to definitely grow from that. And now I heal myself with the herbs and the nutrition and all the other things now that I can kind of work from that. <laughs> so how did you feel after you completed your training? Like a whole new person. It seriously changed my life. I tell everyone who thinks of going into YTT, it literally has changed my entire life. I went in a totally different person and came out just lighter and brighter and more at peace and calmer. And I would do it again every every year. I would continue to do it again and again and again. And it was amazing. <laughs> That's so awesome. And you create a sisterhood too. Like, everyone in my training, we're all super close, and that was incredible as well. That's so nice. So what was your next step to start teaching? Um, Well, in my training, we were required to teach um, karma classes, which is just classes that you teach for free in order to graduate from your training. So I had already started um, 
my karma classes. It was actually, I started my Monday night class at Philippi Park. That was my karma class for my teacher training that I still teach to this day. So almost three years later, I'm still teaching that class. Um, now I don't do it for free. Now I charge. Um, but yeah, I just started teaching that. I started, I got hired at a local studio in town and country. Um, and I taught there once a week. I think I was just doing like two classes a week and then I just kept adding stuff to my schedule and meeting people, connecting, going to other studios and gyms and going from there. That's awesome. So fast forwarding to the present, what is your favorite class to teach? Oh man. I think I love just doing Hatha. I love teaching Hatha. I don't teach Ashtanga, but if I did teach Ashtanga, I think that would be my favorite. Um, that's my favorite to practice. So Hatha or Power, I would say, or Ashtanga if I taught Ashtanga, but I don't at the moment. <laughs> so on your website, you have a blog post about fragrance-free living. What information can you share about why you made this choice? Oh my goodness. Um, I want to first say everyone should go watch the Stink movie on Netflix because that is what really um, was the catalyst in me um, switching to fragrance and chemical free. Um, it really just opened my eyes to labeling in the United States and how we're not exactly or the companies aren't exactly truthful and have our best interest in mind. And in short, the movie tells you about whenever fragrance is listed as an ingredient that's actually just an umbrella term for up to 80,000 different chemicals that could actually be oh, in fragrance yeah so it's pretty scary um and it can have things like and they you can have things like formaldehyde fracking fluid like all sorts of horrible chemicals carcinogens and they just list it as fragrance because they don't want people to steal their secret fragrance formula which doesn't even make sense to me but so they list it as fragrance in order to protect their secret scent but in turn, they're putting carcinogens, chemicals, poisonous, um, anything into our products, our beauty products, our makeup, our house supplies, um, cleaning supplies, everything. So just after watching that movie, it really opened my eyes and I went through all of my products and noticed that a lot of my things had fragrance in it and I'm just not willing to make that gamble on my health and what goes in my body, what goes in my partner's body, what goes in our home. Um, I would just rather be totally safe and know that everything that's coming into our bodies and house is clean, natural, <laughs> works good, right. and good for not us. Poisoning you. Yeah, not poisoning us. That's outrageous. Yeah, it's it's crazy. If you haven't watched it, you should go watch it. I have not and I need to watch it. <laughs> I want to, but it's scary. It's crazy. I'm like I fear for my anxiety. I'm like, right. I don't know if I can sit through it and just like Yeah. I want to be aware though. So I am gonna watch it someday. But But then I've also felt I'm such a minimalist. I love getting rid of things. And so once I got rid of all my stuff with fragrance in it, I just felt like a relief, just this huge weight lifted off my chest, knowing that one, all the stuff in my home is stuff that I want to be there and that's not poisonous and that's good for me. And I also just had the release of knowing that I was getting rid of things that aren't serving me and minimalizing and letting go. So I think it's nice. You get the Give and take, you know. Yes. <laughs> what are some easy first steps to start transitioning to a fragrance-free home? Um, I would say don't get overwhelmed at first <laughs> because I totally did. Um, 
I think just knowing, so just like watching the Stink movie, doing your research, knowing what's in your products, what you're using, um, also knowing that even the natural eco-friendly brands um, aren't always super truthful, so even if you think you're buying a natural brand, just make sure you're looking at the ingredients list, seeing that there's no fragrance in it, um, and just taking baby steps. You don't have to be extreme and radical like I am. I'm a very extreme person, and so I got rid of everything, and I just started completely new, um, but you don't have to do that, so just taking little baby steps, getting rid of like making little switches, getting rid of your shampoo, maybe switching to a shampoo bar, that way it's fragrance-free and it's also plastic-free, so we're reducing our waste. Um, and also something really fun is making your own cleaning supplies, which I've started doing, and not only is it fun, it's super easy, and it's way cheaper than buying cleaning supplies or like cleaning spray at the store. Oh yes, for sure. Yeah, and it's just using vinegar, that's all. You, that's really all you need, vinegar Trusty and essential vinegar. oils, yep. And it's fun, easy, cheap, and yeah, just baby steps, I think, and just being aware of what's coming in and out of your home and body. My sister and I actually were just talking about DIY laundry soap. Oh, yes, it's so fun. It is fun, <laughs> and it's kind of like you're like a mixologist. You're like, okay, yeah. a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It is. It's totally fun. And then you also get that reward, and you just feel so good knowing, like, whenever I'm cleaning, I'm like, I made this, and, like, right. I'm supplying for myself and my partner and my home, and I'm supporting us, and I'm and you're making it. So you get that, like, motherly, like, just, mm-hmm. like, feel-good instinct knowing that you did this. So... I love it. It's been an amazing transition, and I fully support everyone that decides to do it, too. (laughs) It's crazy to think that, going back to the brands who do it, especially the ones who come across as all natural with their pretty packaging and their clean little, you know, delicate, like, flowers or leaves on their boxes, Mm -hmm. they don't have your best interests at heart. It's just, it's horrible to think that's, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's called greenwashing whenever um, the eco-friendly brands like Miss Myers and <laughs> other natural eco-conscious brands, that's when they deceive you and it's, yeah, that's greenwashing. I, that's like my new favorite word. I say it all the time. I've never heard of it. I'm glad <laughs> that I know that now. So herbalism and energy healing are both branches of your holistic approach to life. Can you tell us a little bit about herbalism? Yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm in herbal school right now at Traditions in St. Pete, Florida. I am in the second um, part, the six-month training course, um, where we just, I'm in the Western herbalism, so the Western medicine version. And yeah, it's just using the plants, using what we have to heal ourselves, heal our bodies. And like I said earlier, um, I really got introduced to this in my YTT and whenever I had my gallbladder taken out that's when I really had like my eyes open to herbalism um, and just how amazing it is and it works better than our like tradition or like our medicine in the states like I've had so many experiences even with friends and myself and just it really does work and you just have to do the research or talk to a herbalist it's just using the plants and going i feel like going back to our roots to heal ourselves from the inside out and we i feel like we all also look very healthy and seem like you're very healthy but then when you go to an herbalist and we look at your tongue or we check your pulse or we look at your ears and then we notice and find all these things wrong um not necessarily wrong but just things that could be worked on that you overall seem very healthy, but there's lots of inner things where like your digestion could not be good. Um, 
like I'll show you my tongue, you'll see I have a huge crack going down the center of my tongue. That's because my digestion is messed up because I had my gallbladder taken out. Oh. All these things you can do with plants to just heal yourself and just get back to your roots. So what about energy healing? What are some benefits of this practice? Just being clear and calm. And I use Reiki as my energy healing um, practice. And that is a old Japanese healing practice using touch or um, you can also do it just like slightly away from the body. So not actually touching the person. And it just, you can do it, use it for physical ailments, spiritual, mental. So you can do it to yourself. You can send it to animals. You can send it to anyone really. And it's just, I think it helps to just clear, clear your mind, meditate, go into a nice calm space so that you can focus on the ailment you're trying to heal and really get clear and figure out what you're trying what exactly you need to do to heal yourself from that. Seems pretty cool. It's almost like, not magical, but seems so simple that it kind of is magical. It's magic. We can say it's magic. Okay. Yeah, it's totally magic. I love It's amazing. Just the, I think the power of touch is that's really magic and using that to heal yourself and others. For sure. I actually was reading a book and someone was talking when they travel, they would bounce around from hotel room to hotel room and try to find the one with the best energy. So oh, cool. she was with a, I think it was a monk of some kind, and he said, you should stick in the very first room that you started with, and you should practice learning how to clear the energy and how That's to like amazing. reset it. <laughs> and that was really powerful to me. Yeah. Like I it really that. resonated. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you think about like, oh, this vibe, like I'm going to run away from it. You should just sit with it, learn to breathe through it, yes. and clear it out. Yes, I totally agree. I love that. What has been your biggest challenge in your journey? Oh, man. Learning to slow down, for sure. I'm very active and very extreme and radical, and I do a million things at once. And I've had many, many lessons. I'm still learning it over and over again that I need to slow down. And in Ayurveda, I am a Vata Pitta, which both of those doshas are very active, very like all over the place and just wild. And that's totally me. And I've had many, the gallbladder was an instance to learn to slow down. I was in a car accident in October of 2017 and I got... Very injured, and that was oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so it's all good. It was all a learning experience, and learn to take a break, slow down, just take time for myself. And I'm still learning it. It's a, it's a lesson every day, honestly. Something shows up every day to slow down. What has been your biggest triumph? Oh my goodness, um, I don't know that I have a specific one, um, but just I feel like always rising out of the ashes. Um, if I'm a Scorpio rising and I feel like my entire life um, there's always been this recurring um, instance of death and rebirth and death and rebirth and something bad happening and then pulling myself back out and just this constant death and rebirth and I feel like I live that over and over again and I think that's just my biggest triumph is always pulling myself out of either dark situations or hard times or anything, injuries, whatever, any of the things I think that is the greatest triumph I don't think I necessarily have just one just knowing that I can always that's amazing and it out. probably becomes a little bit easier each time because you go back to for the sure, the yeah. methods you use for sure so beautiful
It's a lot of strength to be able to do that. So we're going to do a little round of this or that. Do you want to play? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so the first, yoga in the park or sunset yoga? I like yoga in the park more. I would say yoga in the park. It's right on the water in Philippi Park, overlooking Tampa Bay. It's beautiful. Oh, and nice. Philippi Park it just has such a nice, beautiful energy. It's definitely yoga in the park. CBD tea or kava tea? CBD, 100%. I love CBD, for sure. Beach day or boat day? Beach day. Oh, very nice. Love the beach. <laughs> Hummus or guac? Oh my goodness, that one's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I eat both probably every single day. Oh my goodness. Um, I think it changes every day. So today I'm going to say... Guac. <laughs> I love that answer. Today it's guac. How about a sunrise or a sunset? Sunset, because I'm never up for sunrises unless <laughs> I didn't go to sleep that night. <laughs> a bike ride or a walk? Bike ride. That is my partner and I. It's one of our favorite things to do. He actually doesn't have a car, so he just rides his bike everywhere. And that's like our favorite little to do bike around safety harbor or dunedin or just everywhere we love going on bike rides that's awesome mm -hmm. i want a bike but you live in the perfect area to I know. Have a bike too <laughs> i really do but for some reason i've just never got one hot yoga or vinyasa flow so now um, I would say vinyasa flow. However, when I first started my journey to yoga, I loved hot yoga. That was all I practiced. Um, and now I've just kind of shifted from that. I actually don't enjoy hot yoga at all. Oh, really? <laughs> I do teach um, hot yoga once a week, but I don't normally practice it. I just think being a Pitta and Ayurveda and having all that fire as well as being a Leo and having that fire, I think the hot yoga is just a little too intense for me. And yeah, vinyasa flow for sure. And the last one, instructor or student? I would love to be a student. <laughs> I feel like I'm always stepping into the role of instructor. So it is nice to step back and just sit and learn and be a student. I am, I'm a student now. I'm in herbal school and student. It's nice to sit back and learn stuff, learn things from other humans. And the last question, in your opinion, what is the number one benefit of movement? Oh my goodness, everything. <laughs> it's so amazing. Um, I think just that me the mental clarity and the mental peace and that meditative state and when you get lost in your breath and when you get lost in the moving and just tuning into your body and totally letting go and just feeling so incredibly free in yourself, that's why, that's why I do it. And I think that's why other people do it too. I'm assuming that's why others um, enjoy it so much. But yeah, I think the main benefit is just that freeness that we're always looking for and searching for and losing ourselves in that, just letting go. Oh, that's so beautifully said. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kaylee. Thank you. This is amazing. I'm it, so excited. I am too. I'm so happy we could have this chat today. Me too. Yay. <laughs> 
You can connect with Kaylee via Instagram and her website, which I will leave linked in the show description. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Movement Enthusiast. And as always, I hope you leave feeling inspired to get out there and get moving.